We're all just trying to find ourselves in this crazy world. I chat with people with all different perspectives trying to find themselves while I'm finding my perfect awkward. Lindsay Morris joins me today. So Lindsay, me and you compete in, or I'm on a hiatus right now, but we have competed in National American Miss and it is the only pageant I have ever competed in since I was four, but I wanted to know, I've never, okay, I think I've met you in person, but like I don't remember ever meeting you in person, so I want to know more about you. So when did you start competing in NAM? What's your journey been like? You're NAM Massachusetts 2020, so like how is that? Okay, so I'll give you a rundown because it's been a long journey I also didn't know that you haven't competed since you were four so I compete I started competing when I was four and then I uh I stopped when I was 11 and mm-hmm. went on a hiatus for six years and started competing up again when I was 17 that is wild wait so did you compete with Nam all of those years except for I stopped in 2008 2008 okay and then I started up again when I was 17 so what is that 2015 that is wild yeah so I started my pageant journey in 2012 with National American Miss and I got a like letter in the mail did you get a letter in the mail too because I got like a letter and then they said like oh like come to this open call and me and my mom were at the time we're like what what is this (laughs) like we're like what is this is this like a scam because like I've gotten like different letters from like different organizations too so I was like oh this might be like something real and then someone ended up saying that like at the pad so we went to the open call and I met Joy Soprano at the time who still does the finales at nationals but she doesn't do the state pageants I don't think anymore but I remember, ta- like, turning to my mom and being like, I want to be like her. And she taught us, like, how to sit properly and, like, stand in pretty feet. And I was just, like, I did an interview. And I was, like, tw- what, how old I, was I? I think I was, like, 11 or 12 in 2012 at the time when I went. Or, like, maybe it was in 2011. I can't remember. Um, but I do remember it was like strictly the first state pageant that I did was 2012 because this one girl, her name was Skylar and she was the Miss Massachusetts and I got to meet her at that open call too. So I told my mom, I was like, I really want to do this. And then they, so I went through like an interview process and they just asked me like, Oh, why do you want to join? And I said, honestly, I think I said, something about how I'm really passionate about sports and I want to become a sports reporter because that started when I was really, really young. And I love playing, I loved playing hockey and I loved watching hockey. So I just said like a bunch of information probably about that and like what I just wanted to be when I was older. And I remember the man who interviewed me, I think it was one of the directors for Alou and Patty's State And I think he still is, like, a choreographer, a director, or pit person still. But I can't remember who it was. Like, I don't remember his name. But I remember him saying, like, oh, like, congratulations on this interview. Like, we'll call you in a few days. And I was like, okay. And I got really nervous the few days after. 
and I didn't think I got the call, like the call back. And I was really upset. I was like, what? Like, I just went to this. I'm really upset. Like, they didn't call me. And then I pressed the button for our house phone, like the play button that you, like, find on old school house phones now. I still have one. Because, because apparently everybody has, has cell phones. Um, and so I pressed it, and I was like, it was like, oh, congratulations, you were selected to be a state finalist. And I literally, like, screamed and cried. <laughs> when I was 12 I was like oh my god yay like this is so exciting because they like play the the videos at the open calls and everything and like state queens come out and I was like I want to be like one of them like I want to <laughs> wear a crown and banner and do that but so so what is something that like so you're Miss Massachusetts 2020 now congratulations gosh. I still like can't I'm still on cloud nine honestly through my teen years, I was just like, I want to fight for that crown. I want to win it. Like, not really fair and square, but I want to win it not for myself. I want to win it for other people. And that's what I went into this year after placing my town, City Queen, in 2018. And then my city, I changed and did Boston for last year. So I went from town, city, and then now I'm state. So I'm kind of like a triple threat. That's what my mom called me. She was like, you're a triple threat. You have your town, your city, and your state now. Like, how does that feel? And I was like, it's progress. In the past three years, it's progress. And I think that was what made me push harder this year than I ever have in the past nine years to go for a National American Miss. And it feels really really good and I just made like my comp cards and everything and it's just hitting me now that in a week from today like I'll be packing and like preparing to go to Iowa to get crowned and it's just a weight off my shoulders but I know that once nationals comes around I'm gonna fight for that title. Nevada is my home away from home going after like my sister surprised me with a chip a trip not a chip to Las Vegas for my high school graduation and I was in love with it that was the first year that the Vegas Golden Knights started mm-hmm. and I went to the finals and they lost sadly but to the Capitals yeah don't remind me yeah I was very upset um we're just not going to talk about it but no. it was well actually let's talk about it for a, sec- for a second because this year with Miss Corona happening we are Finally back at the top. Mm-hmm. We're number one in the league right now. And like, yeah, let's go. But now, first of all, the Hub City is not Las Vegas like it was going to be. Because nobody's wearing masks. And two, if we go and we win and there's not a fan in the stands. Who are they going to interview? Well, like, can you imagine... If you go the first year and you go to see the Capitals versus the Knights at nights, like at home in Vegas, and they lose at home in Vegas, and then they go again their third year. And they win. Oh my God, and they win, and nobody's in the stands. Can you imagine if you went to go see it, how heartbroken you would be that you weren't there to see them win? But you yeah. were there to see them lose. Like, that would that was suck. The worst like, that was so sad. The whole city was just, like, so upset. 
And I love Vegas. Like, once I went, I was like, this is my home away from home. Like, I'm going to move here when I'm 85. Like, you know, it's fine. (laughs) Like, I love Nevada. I love Las Vegas. Like, I just love the city. Move out here. (laughs) I know. It would just be so fun. And honestly, like, with everything going on, like, I feel like Corona ruined everything. But it also honestly gave me the best opportunity like this gave me the opportunity to compete for my dream title again and throughout NAM, I've learned their motto is growing confidence obviously and showing that throughout my years with NAM have honestly made me the person I am today like being able to meet new friends being able to travel the country to different like cities and states and it was just amazing to go to Las Vegas and travel and be like oh hey like this is what this city is like like I got to go into the casinos we went on the roller we stayed at the New York New York so it was like we were staying at home even though I'm from Massachusetts but it was like we were it was like we were at the east coast again and I was just like at home staying in a hotel and then I was like oh yeah I'm in Vegas right now like (laughs) And doing all the sites and attractions. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to go back. I want to go back so bad. Honestly, like, I used to not. So, to be perfectly honest, I'm going to be, like, totally transparent. I used to not like Vegas. I used to think that the weather is bad. Still do. It's hot. We're in actual hell. But I used to not like the weather. I used to just not like it here. I wanted to move out so bad to a different state. Now... I love Vegas. Now I'm like, what I love. I love the feeling. I love the people. I love the nights, obviously. And the nights (laughs) give a feel. Obviously. I mean, come on. But, like, the nights, when I became a, I became a fan late. I became a fan in the middle of the second season. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. It's okay. Like, as long as I'm a fan, who cares? But when I did, it gave me a reason to love Vegas even more. And to, like, really embrace Vegas as my home. That's, like, why I love it, too. Like, once we went and it was the first, like, they got into the playoffs, I literally wish they won because the story behind it was just so immaculate. Like, going from a tragedy to having the whole city rally together and being, like, behind this sports team was just the craziest thing I've ever watched. Like, I was like, it was like when the Bruins, we had the marathon bombings in 2013, and maybe we didn't win, but, like, we all came together. That was the whole point. Like, we all came together. We all stood together. We were Boston strong. And then when that happened in Vegas, it was Vegas strong. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really important even to today's, like, society because everyone gets offended by everything, but also... People need to understand, like, we are all together. We are all strong together. And when that first started, like, watching this team and seeing Flurry and all of these players come together and be, like, the best players they can be to get to the last round of the Stanley Cup Finals, a Game 7, not even a Game 6, a Game 7, like, that, I just... It blew me out of the water. I was, like, standing there, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, but what made me most mad when we were at Vegas was when 
all of these Capitals fans just all of a sudden came. And I was like, I know it's being held in Vegas, but, like, why are you here? <laughs> like, you like, don't come and support the team. <laughs> I'm like, we're in Vegas. Go away. Like, oh, my God. That's like when we sadly lost to the Blues at home. Ugh. That was the worst game ever. And, like, I think of Vegas as my home away from home and my home away from home sports team because black and gold. We're black and yellow, but close enough. Uh, I have mixed feelings about the Bruins. Yeah, they're okay. I, I don't hate them, but I don't like them. We and have the most points in the NHL. Uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> we're, you're still number one, so... um. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, I will not, I will say this. I will not hate any team more than I hate the Sharks. Like San Jose can go stick it. <laughs> stick it. They're, they're just not like the, it's not even just the team. Cause the team sucks. Yeah. We all thought it was the coach, but then we got their coach and no, it's the team. And you're just like, oop. <laughs> and like, um, now we're back to number one with your old coach, and you guys just suck. Sorry. And the fans, like, not to say that all Sharks fans are awful, because they're not. You know, people mm-hmm. are people, and, you know, you can't control everybody. But, like, the stereotype of a San Jose Sharks fan is just not good. <laughs> it's horrible. Like, if the stereotypical thought of a San Jose Shark fan is that you're going to beat somebody up in the parking lot and yep. then, like, I paint think of their Burns. face teal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just having no teeth, scraggly hair, and you get beat up in the parking lot by that guy. I'm hoping that I can go to a game, like Vegas vs. Bruins, because I'll be so sick. Then I can wear, okay, here's the thing, too. Then I can wear my Vegas t-shirt underneath my Bruins jersey. And then when the Bruins aren't doing good, I can just, just take, take it off and be like, off. I'm actually a nice fan. <laughs> See, the difference, oh is, the difference is, though, if you take off your Bruins jersey and you have a Knights shirt, one, if nobody sees, everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, Knights fan, just like me, blah, blah, blah. But, like, even if they do see you, they're like, welcome to the family. Whereas, like... If it's any other team, for the most part, they're just like fake fan, like, like traitor. Oh my gosh. Excuse yeah, that'd me, be so ma'am. Bad. Karen, sh- shut up and sit down. Like you know, what's really funny. My mom's name is Karen, and I still say it. I'm like Karen, be <laughs> quiet. I feel so bad for anybody who's named Karen that is not actually like a Karen. For social media, where can people find you? You can find me at Lindsay Ruth Morris on. Instagram and the Nam MA Miss. If you do pageants or follow pageants, that is my pageant Instagram. And you can follow me at Kira K Radio on all socials. And you can follow Finding My Perfect Awkward at Finding My Perfect Awkward on Instagram and on Facebook. Until next week, see ya.